0: Racial wealth gap, trans woman in a sorority, and trans milk is milk, whatever the fuck that means. This ain't your mama's podcast. The Chico DeManuel show season three. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Uh I'ma start with this. Something that I think needs to go, which is I think how I'm gonna always open the show. Like just something that's just something that's out of place in this world or something some type of ad just just some shit that just needs to be done away with that wouldn't affect the yin and yang and shit if it was to go away. I think the attitude towards change in general, people don't understand change, why it's here how it works and who says what change is necessary and who doesn't like I think it I notice it a lot, the most with the leftists these, these, these leftist ideologues who suggest that like Everything needs to change. This has been this way for too long and something's got to happen. Like, you know, changes have been made. And oftentimes the biggest way you're going to see a change is when you become the change. You know, it's all kinds of change in the world. Like you got change is the only constant change is the one thing in this world that will always happen. Even if you live in the same house for 50 years, you're probably going to buy new furniture. You know, you're going to rearrange some shit. You might paint the walls a different color. You might knock uh, knock down a wall. You buy a new stove. Like, and you need to, and that, that change is necessary. Like, you might think, what was wrong with the old stove? Like, it doesn't have to be something wrong with it. You know, things just need to change. And we don't need to, always worried about, like, what's a good change or a bad change. Things change because they're bad, and, and, you know, things change when they're good. They they change for the better, you know? Change is everywhere. I just hear people just all the time, like, every time something's not what the fuck it's always been or something that gives them an opportunity to adapt to something new and, and see things differently... People don't even want to find out if that change would be good, you know? I think this attitude towards change, and not saying that everybody has this attitude, but it's just an attitude I tend to notice, I think it stems from people just getting too comfortable. Like, people don't want to explore. People find something, or they they just, they... They limit themselves. Like, they'd be okay with some changes, but... Probably the change that would benefit them the most. They limit themselves. Not because they don't want the change. But just because they're comfortable. Growth. Is change overall. Like when you grow as a person. You change. You're not the same person who you used to be. And that change is always okay. Like I don't think anybody wants to be who they were. When they were five years old. You don't want to be a teenager again. You know. And even with this gender ideology movement like that shit could have been fine like if you want to live your life with the belief that you are something that you're not particularly like with the trans set up the whole oh trans women are women like if you that's not a that's not a change that's like really beneficial as the change is being forced upon people in the sense that They must like it. Or everything has been white for so long. So now, anything that's not white is just automatically good. All this diversity and equity and inclusion and all this propaganda aimed at children. I would say that's a bad change. Because it's not something that's like really coming about like. It's something that's being manufactured. And we can't. Definitively say that that's a good thing for for most of the people, that that are that that's experiencing it. You know, when I see documentaries of young and prepubescent boys, like talking about they're a girl, multicolored, long, flowing hair and makeup and shit. It's like that that change is like taking away the option from young men to be men. They're trying to change masculinity. And masculinity has been masculinity ever since. You know, it might have modified a bit, but the general theme of masculinity has remained the same until recently. And people think that that's a good change on the basis that it just, it's not what it was before. I don't, I just... Me when I think of change, like I'm I'm not always jumping for joy when I hear it, but I'm welcome, I'm I understand that life is is a wheel constantly in motion. And I I want to be as adaptable to change as possible. I'm not expecting to like every change, but I don't think anybody requested that we like every change. These same people that Say all their changes are good. I lost my train of thought on that one. But I I, I was going somewhere with that. It was like I was setting up some type of hypocrisy. Like, you know, it's when the changes people want is cool. But then when it's a change they don't care about. Now, all of a sudden, you know, people are either retracting to a comfort zone or they start just, just, uh. it, it, It frustrates me. I even heard some people at work just, just 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 the the way these young niggas talk to one another, man. Like I can't stand to listen to like a lot of these young, young black men talk. It's like you have nothing to say. Niggas, I'm just at work the whole time I'm at work thinking about weed. Like, you, you don't wanna change that? But if the motherfuckers was like, oh, we'll give you 300 dollars an hour, you welcome that change, like. As opposed to whatever you're getting paid now, especially if you don't have to do anything more for it. Like, I don't know, man. It's like, how is it not obvious that like society is backpedaling because everybody's in this whole you can't we we've gone from tradition and like having things a certain way for a certain reason, which might go against your personal interest, but it was just simpler, it was better. We wasn't getting attacked from so many angles. We, would, we, we had more More like just you know the, the we we could change it in a, in a healthy way. These chains weren't being forced upon us. Like, you know. We we certain areas of our life, those chapters in, and we step into new ones that we never saw ourselves getting into. But now everybody's so fucking self-righteous. And telling everybody else how they should feel. That the kind of change we experience now is different. And I can almost understand why somebody don't want to change. Because it's not really. It's not a natural flow to it. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know, man. (coughs) I'm rambling a bit. But I, I just don't. At a certain point, I just realized that change is necessary and it's not something that should be fought. Change like natural change. But the changes that we get now are being forced upon us and they're not good. I don't think we're going to be better off for these changes. And it stems from a lack of acceptance. Like people just can't accept that the natural flow of life takes you places where you didn't think you would go or didn't want to go. And just because you're in a situation or you feel some type of way, like everything's about starting a movement to just make make changes for, for some temporary ass feelings. I don't mean I'm always going to be willing to change. Like I'm never really afraid of change. I welcome change. But th- I think it's, it's a big part of it is the way it comes about. And if you're going to force change on people just because you can force change on people, I think you water down the intrinsically positive aspect of change and it ruins people. Change ain't really supposed to ruin you, you know? It's supposed to keep you sharp. supposed to keep you adept and hip and, and with the shits. And I think our collective attitude towards change in general, natural change, not the shit they are trying to force upon us, you know, that attitude should change. And if a lot of people had a better attitude about it, instead of just trying to control people, I think the course of change, would it, it, would, it, it, would, it would be a lot better. People would make better changes, they would have better results, they'd be more open-minded, Nah, everybody's just everybody feels like somebody's trying to force something on them. So people don't want to change. They want to be the same bitter, reclusive, useless motherfucker they've always been. And I just don't get it. And I wish we could do better. Courtesy of Tag 24 News. Racial wealth gap will persist for centuries without reparations. New report finds story by Caitlin Kennedy. It should be, uh, you know, this, just, just. with, oh man, just that headline is so mind numbingly absurd. Uh, I'm gonna just read this shit and get it over with. As people around the country commemorate Labor Day, black Americans are facing a harsh reality that without reparations, it will take more than 500 years to achieve economic equality. A report released last month by the Institute for Policy Studies determined it would take black households an astounding 513 years to reach income parity with white households, despite significant socioeconomic advancements since the civil rights movement. When Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave his famous I Have a Dream speech during the 1963 March on Washington, Black Americans had a 51% poverty rate compared to 15% for white Americans. Nearly six decades years later, six decades years? That, that's is that, is that weird? Is that weird wording? Six decades years? The fuck? These journalists can't even write English. One in five black Americans lived in poverty in 2021 compared to one in 12 white Americans. High school attainment among black Americans has sharply increased from 24.8% in 1962 to 90.1% in 2022. But black college attainment still remains behind at just 276 compared to white college attainment at 37.9%. <sighs> Unemployment rates have also dropped significantly over the years, coming in at 5 and 6% since 2018 and before the COVID-19 pandemic. Nevertheless, the report found it will still take black Americans centuries to catch up with white Americans unless direct action is taken to reduce the racial wealth gap, which, which researchers have calculated to total at least $14 trillion. Before I keep reading, I'd be really curious to know what the fuck that shit's based on. $14 trillion in in, in racial wealth gap? Like, what makes... Like, it just... <clears throat> They got an image right here, and it's a dollar bill. It's a, a whole dollar bill, and they just basically use it to uh, say for one dollar of every white family income, African Americans had fifty eight cents in nineteen sixty seven. By twenty twenty one, this only increased to sixty two. I mean sixty two cents. Blah blah blah. Five hundred thirteen years. It's time to address the racial wealth divide. This is leftist demagogue rhetoric. This shit's stupid. Researchers propose solutions to reduce black-white economic divide. Like the 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 narcissism, just the hubris to think that like all this shit matters. By the time like they said, if it takes 513 years, any of our beneficiaries from like 10 generations over, like we would never see it. Stupid. While the report paints a grim picture, the authors have made clear that the situation is not beyond hope if politicians take action now. Yeah, that'll fix it. Some of the proposed solutions to narrow the economic divide include instituting a federal jobs guarantee, expanding access to land and homeownership, raising taxes for the ultra wealthy and guaranteeing universal health care in the form of Medicare for all. Another core piece of the puzzle is a robust reparations program for black Americans to address the ongoing vestiges of enslavement, Jim Crow and present day structural racism. The authors of the report noted that such a program could be financed by increasing taxes and closing tax loopholes for the wealthiest Americans rather than inque- increasing the burden on everyday taxpayers. While reparations effort at the city and state level hold promise, the study found that the federal action will also be necessary to eliminate the racial wealth gap. What a stupid fucking article. Who the fuck is this? Caitlin Kennedy? What a stupid fucking article written by you. This is dumb. What the fuck is Tag 24 News? I never even heard of that shit. That's probably why. So let's just look at... If it'll take more than 500 years to wipe out... A racial wealth gap... Like at this pace... That means anywhere between now and then, anything could happen that could either accelerate that process, decelerate that process, like, and that's just assuming everything will happen the way it's happening now. Another problem with this is that when people talk this shit, this goofy ass rhetoric about, uh, uh, it's time to address the racial wealth divide, like, oh, man. I am tired, of it. I keep losing my train of thought, where was I going with this, like they always, t- oh yeah, it's time to address the, this is just, it's- man, where was I going with that, fuck, anywho, yeah, like they, they just, it, That's this, this is purely an American thing, they said the debt is 14 trillion dollars, like that's how much, oh yeah, here we go, that's what I wanted to say, Whenever they talk about shit like this this whole the racial wealth divide, they never want to talk about why these things are. They always just talk about how something that's like showing up to a car accident with two mangled balls of steel and and dead drivers. You You know what? Someone ought to do something about automobile accidents. We need to stop people from driving cars. It's like, hold on. We we need to figure out, like, why this happened. Why did these two people collide in such a way? Like, is there anything they could have done to make sure that it didn't happen? Like, you can't just talk about the fact that something exists and it should be changed without understanding why it happened. They talk about uh, uh, all these statistics they want to throw, and they talk about how 51% poverty rate and blah, blah, blah. What I hear from that is there's still white people in poverty. So they're saying it's not enough white people in poverty. There needs to be more black poor white people or less poor black people. It's going to be poor people anyway because poor is more of a mindset. Like, somebody's got to be poor. I've heard it said that even if you redistributed all the wealth that existed amongst, it, it would still end up the way it is now. a a few of the people would have all of the fucking wealth and then you'd have people toward the bottom end in abject poverty. They throw out all these statistics. One in five Americans lived in poverty in 2021 compared to one in 12 white Americans. Like what? Like when they say eliminate this gap, like it doesn't address the issue. That's why I'm like, how did that make anything better? I believe that it's it's largely up to the person that's in poverty to 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 make efforts to get yourself out of poverty. You know. And then what are they suggesting to kill this racial gap? Well, it's just 60 years without real progress on black economic progress is a policy failure. So when you say that you take all accountability away from black people. Black people have progressed economically. They have. The black family's fucked up. We got cultural issues that nobody wants to talk about. People want to continue to glorify the same stupid-ass, next-Friday-ass cultural shit, which, don't get me wrong, I love the Friday series as movies, but I wouldn't want to live that life. That old ghetto-ass nigga mentality, that boondocks kind of shit. That's why I could never get behind the boondocks, man. It was a good show, but it was just too stupid black. Like, it just, you talk about how a motherfucker are trying to make women look dumb on these podcasts and shit. The boondocks made black people look kind of dumb, at least the shit I've seen. I remember an episode about a nigga moment where a motherfucker walked by and made a nigga drop his 40 or something, and both these niggas just pull out a gun and shoot. They shoot each other dead. And whilst they was making a point, it's just all that type of shit. Like, I don't think anybody caught that point. Like, it was entertainment. It, like, the point went right over everybody's heads. And then to say that it's up to the government to do something about it is that white liberal shit that does not help black people. The government needs to step in and make sure black people are equal. So then black people don't have to do it themselves. And we remain divided and 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 the culture is still fucked up. People just want to spend food stamp money and f- do frauds and scams. Some bitch at my job just joked about that today. We're talking about when we gonna get paid. She was like, Oh, if you got chime direct deposit come two days early, wah wah wah. I need to give me a car. I need to stop doing scams. Like doing scams is employment to these motherfuckers. Seriously. But nobody wants to talk about that shit as the problem why black economic progress is suffering. These niggas burned down a whole fucking city over George fuck, fucking Floyd, man. Fuck George Floyd. Fuck George Floyd and his methamphetamine fentanyl addicted ass. Fuck him. I don't give a damn how much he read the Bible or whatever the fuck. If the nigga was doing something else, he wouldn't have been in that position. If the nigga wasn't trying to spend counterfeit money, he wouldn't have been in that position. And Derek Chauvin lost in the court of public opinion and that bullshit-ass, sketchy little shit of his knee being on his neck. All that shit gets you mad. And then you you feel like you deserve something now. Like I just talked about in the previous segment, if you want to see some fucking change, be the goddamn change. And couldn't expect some goddamn politicians to do some shit about it. They don't give a fuck. A combination of these proven policies could significantly reduce the racial wealth divide in one or two generations rather than say, shut the fuck up. Who IPSDC on Instagram? Let me tell you something. You ain't finna reduce no racial wealth divide unless motherfuckers change the culture. Look at Asians, they way more wealthier. Than even some whites in America, but it's their culture. They shame certain shit, certain shit they not having. They not running around telling niggas to scam people or telling their daughters that they, they they can be men and shit, or fucking uh uh uh, burning down cities over criminals. That's why they don't have that problem. <clears throat> they culture and they values equate to something successful. And ours don't. So to sit up in here and talk about reparations, how the fuck is reparations going to fix anything? Where does it come from? Reparations just really means it's it's just an act of repairing. That's what a reparation is. But when people say it, they're talking about money. They want money. Niggas want money and don't want to do shit for it. That's why reparations ain't shit. Fuck a reparation. They trying to give $5 million to every black citizen who exi- who lived in Canada through a, through a certain era. Like, what? Where does that money come from? And what does it fix? What's done is done. People just want what they want. And they'll resort to any dumbass, fallacious, stupid fucking narrative to get it. And it's appalling. So, racial wealth gap will persist for centuries without reparations? New report fines? Bullshit. That's just to say racial wealth gap will persist for centuries unless niggas get their motherfucking act together. Stupid-ass Tag 24 News bullshit. This one's courtesy of MSNBC. Apparently, they've got some journalist on there. Her name is Yasmin... Hold on. Long-ass last name. Yasmin Vasugian. And she gave a brief little interview about a judge to this person named Artemis Langford who's a man and woman face at the University of Wyoming and a member of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority chapter who, uh, and, and the women in that sorority filed a lawsuit trying to block her from joining that sorority. And for some reason, the judge dismissed it. And this came with some notoriety, of course. And this is, this is the interview between Yasmin I can't, can't remember her fucking name. Vasugian and that person, Artemis Langford. It's a girl named Artemis. What the fuck? Here it is. Oh.
1: Hear a story about Artemis Langford. Oops. Student at the University of Wyoming and made history last fall as the first openly transgender woman to join a sorority. Being the first can be incredibly hard and this case is no exception. But this week... But this week brought some vermes. Artemis Langford scored a major legal victory when a judge dismissed a suit brought by six fellow members of her Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority who sued to kick her out of the chapter over her trans identity. The case has drawn widespread attention as schools continue to be a front line in these fights for LGBTQ plus rights. And Artemis Langford, the very brave woman at the center of it all, is joining me now. Artemis, thanks for joining
0: Real quick pause here. Artemis Langford, the very brave woman. Like, I don't see how women can even push this shit forward. Like, this person does not look like a woman. I mean, got got some feminine characteristics, but wait until you hear this voice. This is just a fat dude.
1: Joining us on this. Appreciate it. How you doing? Awesome. Um, <laughs> um, thank you
2: for having me on. I'm doing okay. This uh, very unusual... Uh, in my experience to uh, be able to have this opportunity. So I'm very thankful to be able to be with you here today.
1: It's got to be hard, Artemis, to start off your junior year. You know, you should be thinking about what classes you're taking, um, which friends you're going to be hanging with, what opening year parties you're going to be going to. Instead, you're thinking about this lawsuit and how members of your sorority didn't want you to be a part of it. What What is that like
2: for you? it's been a very difficult year to say the least um the sheer awe and surrealness of being in uh, a media cycle again and again even though i didn't necessarily want to be uh, given all this uh, attention just because of my identity And then just the sheer terror of being in a lawsuit and not knowing what happens next, especially with threats online and harassment, both physically and then uh, online, has been very hard on myself and uh, those that are in my chapter and campus in general uh, has been very because of that do people it's very har- difficult
1: <laughs> do people harass um, you on campus do, that. Do, they, do they say things to you on campus
2: there have been some confrontations and interactions some are uh, more pleasant than one would think like one person came up to me saying that oh they're gonna pray for me uh, I don't know in what context they right. wanted to convey that, but I thought it was like, Oh, thank you for praying. Okay. Uh others have been just very hostile with um passive aggression or glares and bumps into you like someone like purposely tries to hit into you.
1: Oh man.
2: Those kind of competitions, I'm grateful nothing has gone beyond that, fortunately.
1: I know this lawsuit was brought on by, I believe, six members of your sorority.
0: Not hers, um,
1: not do he you. Do you have support from other women in the house?
2: I am very glad to have such great support of sisters in my chapter. I think as a sorority, Kappa, to me, demonstrates so much about very wonderful values from loyalty to courage, to trailblazing such very smart people that I'm so glad to have on my side in the chapter. I think it's just a very difficult experience because no one was expecting to be there and to be in that kind of situation. Now it's been a great relief that perhaps it can finally be over.
1: It takes a very brave and unique person To do this to be a first in a situation like this and then to continue on um, what makes you want to stay with everything that you've been through
2: i think i want people to know that everything that they've uh, experienced that i'm certainly not the first trans person to ever be attacked by elements in the media to be used. And unfortunately, I I don't think I'll be the last, but I want people to know that it's never okay for that kind of scrutiny on a person just because of their identity, just because I'm trans. And I hope that, you know, even if there's one person out there that feels that their identity is being attacked, that it's okay to be who they are. And it's never okay to be attacked on their identity, whether it's because of their race, their gender identity, Our their cats. sexual orientation, religion, or creed. That every day that they can be themselves yeah. is a good day for us all. So sick of that it's fucking language. Okay, to be
1: exactly who you are, Artemis Lightford. Thank you so much. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I want to share a story about. No, nah,
0: you you shared enough, Yasmin. V- whatever the fuck. Vasugian. Alright. So check this. Just this, 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 that shit they do. That language. Uh, first of all, this motherfucker looks like a fat dude with skinny eyes, glasses, does not look like a woman at all. Does not sound like a woman at all. You were lucky enough to enter a sorority. They have those for men. They're called fraternities. After making history as the first openly, that's not historical. It's hysterical. That's what it is. Now, they always say they're being attacked. Like, she just asked him if somebody was being hostile. He said, Yeah, people hurl some comments at you, but. They don't, when were you attacked? I don't see any scars. Yeah, verbal attack, whatever. It happens, to, everybody gets verbally attacked at some point. Verbally har- harangued. But, to say you're being attacked for being who you are, so would you say that's similar to like, how black people were attacked for being who they were? How many people came out and sick dogs on you. And hit you with fire hoses and beat the shit out of you with billy clubs. Hmm? Or is your attack tantamount to physical violence? Nobody's attacking this motherfucker. You are attacking tradition. Because sororities traditionally are female only. Women. So when some of them get together... And say they don't think you, or anybody else as confused as you, should fuck up this tradition and be a dude in a fucking sorority. Now it's an attack? Get the fuck out of here, man. This is not an attack. This is them trying to preserve the tradition of their shit. And this is you with your self-absorbed, nonsensical bullshit trying to impose yourself on them. It's not okay. It's not cool. Like, why do you think all these special-ass shit should be made for you? Make your own shit. Make a ferority or something for trans people. Like, this whole gender shit, motherfuckers think they, think they gotta keep acquiescing to y'all. Or every There's gotta be something to include you, not because you need to be included. It's just so you don't feel excluded. Why can't you be excluded? Why can't you be excluded? When you're coming in here trying to break the fucking rules just like in Italy with that Miss Italy shit when they said biological women only and all these trans men started signing up all they did was prove the point that they're not fucking men otherwise why would they sign up? The whole thing is stupid. And this person, Artemis Langford, at the the risk of being attacked again, is also stupid. Very unattractive. Not passable. If that's who you are, fine. Be yourself. I'm not mad at you for being yourself. If that's your identity and you want to walk around looking like that and living your life and thinking you can be all the things that women are. As long as that shit doesn't affect me, I I don't... I'm not that's not what I'm upset with I'm not upset that you want to identify yourself that way what upsets me is a byproduct of this false identification you think should get you special treatment should let you do things that couldn't be done not because they were impossible well, because that's not how it was set up. It's like, what's the point of having a women's restroom if I could just come take a drop of Duke right next to a woman? Every woman's got to go in there and hope it's not a, a, a guy in there pissing with them or shitting with them or asking them for uh, if they need tampons or some weird shit. It's fucking stupid. I don't know why the judge dismissed it. If I was a girl in that sorority, I'd be pissed. I would just switch sororities and leave this person in there by themselves. You know, I hate to walk away from everything I've been. I understand that sororities are a big deal to the people who are in them. I've never been in one, so I've only heard shit about it. But nonetheless, I would it would just take all the fun out of it. It would just take all the meaning out of it for me. Like, this is supposed to be a sisterhood. And now we've got motherfucking Artemis in here. Hey everyone, this is my sister Artemis. This motherfucker won't even change his name to something girly. Like, what about Ashley, Angela, Arlene? Nah, you gonna stay Artemis Langford? Just I'm just, just picture this motherfucker on my laptop, like, not not feminine at all, not cute, not sounding feminine, and I don't I don't feel any less. Like what you wanna call it aggression. Like I don't feel any sympathy to you at all. Because oh, I'm just trying to live my life and they're mad. At- no, you're not just trying to live your life. You're trying to fuck up the fuck shit up. Why do you need to be in a fucking sorority? Why do you need that? Oh, you're you're a first and you don't know, like to be a first and then that bitch she's just just making it worse. Why do you need this? If you're going to have, you can have it now. A judge says you can have it. So you got it. So I'm admittedly on record, I guess, salty about it. But bitch, why the fuck do you need it? You don't need it. You do not need it. You want it. Because this is your whole aim. To just fuck up the institutions and cause Problems. Why don't you take you and your fat fucking face and make your own uh, sorority or whatever. Nobody gives a shit about you being the first transgender anything. Because you're certainly not the first transgender annoyance or the first transgender to do shit for the sake of seeing other people upset by it. And that's what I think this is. So fuck Artemis Langford. Take your ass back where you came from. And while you're at it, Lose some weight before you hop on the fat phobia movement And try to shame us for that too You fucking clown Sheesh Alright, I'm gonna eat some fruit snacks Cause uh, this one's gonna get weird More trans stuff But This one Caught my eye because I Previously heard about it And I'm seeing it I I know the, the The inner details about it To an extent And they're outright lying Talking this shit About Trans milk is milk I'm so tired Of hearing A phrase with that formula that trans something is something. Trans food is food. Uh, uh, trans men are men. Like that, the way that sentence is set up, it does not make sense. That's like saying uh, Ferraris are Toyotas. Fucking one hundred dollar bills are one dollar bills. Fucking, uh, uh, just, it just doesn't make sense. The, 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 the conclusion precludes the premise. To say trans milk is milk means milk is trans milk. So if milk is trans milk, why do we need the distinction? The fact that you make a distinction Suggests that we're talking about two different things that are not one another. So it's it's fallacious, it's flawed from the ground up. But we're gonna read this horse shit. I'm gonna eat two more fruit snacks. Courtesy of Buzz Loving. Story by Miller. Whoever the fuck that is. Hmm. Trans milk is milk. Trans woman who successfully breastfeeds her baby sparks concerns. Oh, really? If this picture is her, she wanted a better looking one. It's not not bad looking. <laughs> oh, boy. A transgender woman, also known as DNA man, called Nominal Naomi on social media, successfully induced lactation and breastfed her baby, sparking debate. Now, trans women are women. Why is anything relatively significant about a woman breastfeeding her baby alone, like just just that a woman breastfed? Okay, big fucking what? So, I saying, oh my, like, a woman had a baby today. Breaking news! Like, no, she had a baby. That's what that's what women do. So, the fact that it's such a big deal for you. It's like, why? It's like sometimes people who I just be a little bit more wittier than, I be quicker to the joke than them, they finally land one on me, and they never want to shut the fuck up about it. But it's like, it, I land them on you all the time, so it's like I oftentimes lose track of the jokes I cracked on your ass, but you had one successful one, and anytime I mention something, you're going to bring it up just to remind me, oh, yeah, but you, you remember that one time? <laughs> yeah, I got you. It's only significant because you're a fucking loser. If you was as common as me, landing jokes, wouldn't need to mention them. I could go through a whole diary of shot and say you that was hilarious. You only got one thing, and it's your crowning achievement. That's what this trans milk is milk shit is. The mother of three and PhD candidate often share inspiring messages to encourage other transgender mothers to breastfeed. Oh, Lord. On X, she recently said. Trans milk is milk. It's facts over feelings. What? Nominal Naomi added a chart that states macro and micronutrients were within the normal range for breast milk produced by lactating cis women. Okay, my bad. I I was just caught up in... I was still... The facts over feelings. I was reading and still trying to process that. I don't... That cis shit. I don't ever mean to say that. If I do say it, it's just written in text. You know... I don't call people sis. I have a sister. She's the only person I call sis. Okay. But uh, macro and micronutrients were within the normal range for breast milk pr- pr- produced. But okay. But it's chemically induced. Well, let's continue reading because th- th- we're gonna talk about you talking about all the micro and macro nutrients. These motherfuckers always got some type of new study to try to validate their bullshit. We don't need studies to validate what, what the what the fuck we already know. In terms of like, who can breastfeed, and who can't, and I keep jumping in on this because they only they, they, these people write their articles. It's like a, a a paragraph with a slideshow. It's not a whole article, so that's why I'm interrupted more. Nominal Naomi also shared a post. What happened to facts over feelings? The peer review literature clearly demonstrate that lactation in trans women is safe and healthy. The mother attack. Oh no! The person attached research regarding lactating in trans women. In 26- 2018, a transgender woman went viral as the first recorded to breastfeed her child. The woman's partner did not want the be- breastfeed, so she was put on an anti nausea drug called domperidone to increase milk production. The same drug is used for women who haven't recently been pregnant but want to breastfeed, like adoptive mothers. Okay, so uh about that. If I remember correctly, Don Peridone is banned in the United States of America. I think in Canada too, shockingly enough. Don Peridone is banned. Now, I found a site. This is a courtesy of the Mayo Clinic, what I was gonna read, but if you just go to Google and type in Don Peridone, why is Don Peridone banned in the US? Domperidone has been banned in the United States for years because of fatal cardiac arrhythmias among cancer patients who have been prescribed the drug to prevent nausea and vomiting. Hmm. What is Domperidone medicine used for? Domperidone is a medicine that increases the movements or contractions of the stomach and bowel. Domperidone is also used to treat nausea and vomiting caused by other drugs used to treat Parkinson's disease. Domperidone is to be given only by or under the immediate supervision of your doctor. Why has Domperidone been discontinued? The FDA took this action because of the concern about the potential serious health risks associated with the use of Domperidone by lactating women to enhance breast milk production. The serious risks associated with Domperidone include cardiac arrhythmias, cardiac arrest, and sudden death the fuck so these idiots are on here taking this banned substance to breastfeed for a w for trans women but it can make your heart stop and you can die suddenly it's banned so what the fuck do you mean facts over feelings and peer-reviewed shit you stupid bitch what are you talking about Went viral as it first recorded to breastfeed. I seen some somebody else do that shit. They couldn't even fill up a, a like a cup, like a cup with just milliliters. Like it's not like any kind of cup you would drink out of. Like it's a cup that's got markings on it, telling you how many liters or milliliters of liquid you got. This motherfucker equipment man. You can splash that shit in somebody's face and they can wipe it off clean with their hands. That's how little it was, and it's chemically induced. The 30-year-old breastfed the baby for six weeks, but the mother introduced formula as the baby grew and needed more milk. Oh, why did you do that? Why, did, why would you do that? Throughout history, there have been reports of males having the urge to breastfeed, and there were cases of men lactating. Huh? Still, this was a historic step. I don't even want to look that, look that up. A nominal Naomi shared... Just finished my morning pumping, and I can confirm for you that it is indeed breast milk. What woman says that? I have never, ever seen a woman flaunting breast milk and like clarif- like reassuring the validity of it. I just got finished pumping this morning, and guess what? It's actually breast milk. It doesn't matter if I took a, a chemically banned substance in the United States to make it happen. I did it, okay? And you couldn't have done it without it. That's fucking weird. I can confirm for you that it is indeed breast milk. All that shit invalidates the fallacy you're trying to live under. You're not a woman. Don't give a fuck if you can breastfeed. That's not the only thing that makes you a woman. I can cite peer reviewed journal articles about lactation and trans women, but they might be too hard for you to read because your post millennial is written at an elementary school level. Bitch, your mind is working at an elementary school level. If you think this means anything, who gives a fuck whether trans women can lactate except weirdos like you? I feel sorry for the kid. And then as much as you being able to lactate, it would just say in this last slide. You uh you switched the formula. Why'd you stop breastfeeding? You just wanna lactate so you can make shit come out your nipples? Fucking weirdo. Libby Emmons wrote Apparently, this is queer joy, Matt Walsh responded. He is poisoning the child with discharge laced with synthetic hormones in order to satisfy his fetish. A just society would throw men like this in prison. And that's where I seen it. Matt Walsh. That's where I found out about this whole Dom Peridone shit. It's weird. They're taking an illegal banned substance with side effects like cardiac arrhythmia, Cardiac arrest and sudden death. You willing to make your heart stop so you can chemically feed a baby from your from the breast? Andy N G O, I think it's it's like that uh wind, Like the NG, it's like NG, and it's got a little a chevron over the O. N'go. I'ma just call him. I'm sorry, I know that's wrong, but a journalist and writer wrote. Nominal Naomi referred to this as a cow achievement. The fuck? And claimed to TikTok viewers that he was going to be a mother. That it was in the works. The journalist pointed out. Another article cited by Nominal Naomi states that breastfeeding in trans women has been greatly under-researched. You know why? Because it's a very, very uncommon thing. They don't typically breastfeed because they don't have mammary glands and they don't have ducts or nor do they like bear children which is a process that naturally induces lactation in summary they're all frauds in response to Emmons expose, post one person just stated just because you can produce nipple fluid doesn't mean it's as good for a baby as the mother's milk another wondered And how much are you pumping? Enough to feed a child several times a day? Hell no. Another trans woman voiced her desire to lactate. TikTok user Abby Pickles One went viral after saying in her video she wanted to help families with babies but no milk. She wanted to help families with babies but no milk to have some. Okay, with no milk. Have some transgender milk. I wish wish you could see my face. Just that phrase, like transgender milk. Like, can you imagine just going to the grocery store and you see all the labels? You got the red, the vitamin D. You got the blue, 2% reduced. You got the green, like the... Or you you got almond milk. And then you got a rainbow carton. And it's a transgender milk. And when you pour it out, like, it, it almost, like fucking it's got like fumes coming off of it and it fucking it like eeks out of the carton like it just like it's just a uh a gooey ass sound like it's just viscerally de- de- oh god it's an awful image to even imagine they didn't have any vitamin d milk honey so i just got some transgender milk oh that's fine honey like what She thanked her haters for making her video go viral and just starting a GoFundMe page to get better pumps. I think I saw that motherfucker. Yeah, I was just talking about... Oh, yeah, that's the one that only had a a small amount of milk in that shit. Starting a GoFundMe page to get better pumps. Let me get this straight. You don't even have enough money to fund your own retardation? You don't have enough money to get your own shit? You want other people to pay for pumps so you can excrete this uh, this, this weird n- unnatural ah th- oh, man it's just this weird ass substance it's not even that's not milk it's a substance just like almond milk ain't milk that shit is something made from almonds milk comes from cow udders straight up so just cause it's white don't mean it's milk that shit is like. What, what did Matt Walsh say? I don't know if it was Matt Walsh. Somebody said it. You got pus. <laughs> you got pus titties. You got pus coming out your nipples and you trying to feed that shit to children. After Lives of TikTok shared the video on X, many expressed their feelings with one saying, Women's intimate spaces are violated and women's sports are invaded and babies become props. All of these to satisfy the fetishes, fetishes of autogynephilia. Oh fuck, dude. One person shared, this is so demonic. People who still think the spiritual realm doesn't exist, seeing all this, are willfully blind. Another stated, We're all these we're all these transgender people, these er people, walking among us unnoticed this whole time, or did we open some kind of hellish Pandora's box in the past couple of years? Yeah, you ask any trans person, they'll pull out some random never seen before. Well, actually, the Egyptians uh, had gender roles and they called each other Zim's and Zer's. You can see it within the hieroglyphics in the Giza pyramid. Uh, shut the fuck up. No, they didn't. And even if they did, what's they got to do with you, dummy? That's the end of that article. Thank God, man. Like, Bottom line, man, trans milk is not milk. It's a It's, it's a pussy, chemically induced substance that people who are willing to risk dying suddenly or risk their heart stopping or beating irregular irregularly to show you that they can produce titty pus and they want to feed it to your children so uh if i were you i would keep your children away from the nipples of trans women because they're here they're queer and they're coming for your children out of their nipples that's the show thanks for listening uh as I said, in in the last season I took a week because I just it, uh I was starting work and now that I've worked, I it took it took me a long time just to get myself going. I was so tired. I just wanted to come home and lay down, consume some water and go right to bed. I literally forced myself to do this shit, so I'm happy. Um uh, gonna be doing a lot of things this season i'm i, I want the season to run a little longer because this is the season where I really wanna elevate this show gonna be creating a lot more content a lot more consistently and uh we're gonna be getting this thing out there man the Chico Manuel show is I want it to be one of the most controversial but one of the most honest things one of the most honest platforms you can find for people who actually value honesty and um Oh man, I, just gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get myself in the habit of working because I'm fucking exhausted. As soon as I put this damn phone down, I am going to bed, man. I'm tired. But I'm glad I got this done. I'm happy to be back. Um, I'm, I'm ready to fill my life up with some meaningful, meaningful, more meaningful shit and take you guys along on the ride with me. So uh, thanks again. Until next time, I will holler at you wonderful people. <laughs>